Amen. 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 Praise God. Give him the glory. That's what it's all about. That's what we're here for. We're here to honor God. That's what we're here for. To honor and praise him for all that he's done. Oh, David, I tell you this, he went through, David, we, we know David in the Bible where he, uh, uh, as a child, God chose him, anointed him to be king. And he, boy, it was a battle. It was a battle. It was a fight uh, uh, arising. Oh, Saul wanted him dead when he found out all these things. Here's a lad. He killed Goliath. He stood in the, in the gap for Israel. God used him to fight the battle. And then, boy, I tell you what, the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. Amen. David failed God. David failed God. But I tell you this, I thank God. David, when he ended his life, when his life was over, God said he loved him. And he was after my heart. Amen. Let me tell you this. I want to share something else with you real fast before we get into the message. You learn how to praise God, honor God. God hug you up, love on you so much that whenever, hey, whenever the sins of your children start arising, God said, I ain't going to punish them for their sins. I'll punish their grandkids. Their grand because I loved your daddy. You'll find that out about old, oh, uh, uh, David. Uh, what's his son's name? No, not Absalom. Solomon. Solomon. Absalom, boy, I tell you what, he sure enough messed up. He become a, he 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 tried to kill his daddy. He was all these ungodly things. I want to share a little bit of something else with you. This reason's a little bit scattered this morning because I listen to my Bible a lot while I'm driving. And I got in, in, in uh, Samuel and got in there and started listening. And you'll see where, you remember his little son when he died? You remember his little son when he died with Bathsheba? Nathan came to him and said, your son's going to die. And he wept and he prayed and he fasted. You remember? Remember that? He fasted before God and they come in there and they, he was so heartbroken whenever the, 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 the men come in there to tell him that his son had died. They were scared to even tell him. And he looked up at them and said, did my son die? They said, yes. He said he got up. He washed his face and went and eat. He said, well, boy, some of them said, well, what in the world's going on? He says, look, I've fasted, I've prayed, but that time's over. I can't bring him back, but I can go be with him. Amen. And then you see when Absalom died, you'll see that in 2 Samuel chapter 19. You'll start seeing where he said, oh, Absalom, my son Absalom. Oh, Absalom, my son Absalom. And he cried and he wept. I don't believe it was because his son, his son was trying to kill him. Amen. Let me tell you this, you'll learn something. Whenever you know there's a child going to heaven, there's peace about it. When there's a child that he believed died and went to hell, it broke his heart when Absalom died. But I tell you this, through all the things, he praised God. Let me tell you this, that's what we got to learn how to do. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Uh, look, I fail at that. I fail at that. You want to praise God when everything's going good. Yeah, Happy. You want to praise God. Yeah. But I tell you this, when you get in that little mental depression out there, all you want to do is just soil up and don't say nothing to nobody and just mull around by yourself. When you should have been a praising God, Our heart's song. Our hearts are singing a song this morning. David sung one. I'm going to share with you one of the songs that he sung from his heart. In, in 2 Samuel chapter 22, we'll start in verse number 25. See, 
Oh, Sam, uh, oh, oh, uh, Solomon. He, 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 uh, he started messing up as he got on up in age. You know what corrupted him? You know what corrupted him? Y'all know? You know what corrupted old Solomon? Yeah. You know what got him? Got him messed up? Women, women did. He had 700 wives, 300 concubines. Boy, I tell you what, he was surrounded with women. And I tell you what, the Bible said, well, you know what he did? You know what he did? He went, he went after uh, their gods. He went after their gods. You best just find you one good woman and make sure she loves God, boys. That's what you better do. <clears throat> Oh, David, he messed up. He, he, he finished his course for the Lord. And King Solomon, as he come about, boy, I tell you what, what did he, the Bible say about him? There's none wiser. None wiser. Whenever God come to him and told him, he said, uh, he, whatever you ask for, whatever you ask for, I'll give it to you. And what did he say? Wisdom. To judge your people right. God said, well, I tell you what, I'm going to give you wisdom, plus I'm going to give you everything else because you, your heart's right. But he didn't finish well. He didn't finish well. Let me tell you this. It's oftentimes, I remember Lawson, he got in that track for, what, one year? One year or so? Boy, I tell you what, if you ever seen something as boring as that, go in and watch it. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's boring them running track. Well, but let me tell you this. It really don't matter how you start. It don't really have, matter how, them long distance, see, life is that long, that ain't no sprint. That, that look, a sprint's Monday through through Saturday, Monday through, or Sunday through Saturday. That's them little sprints. But life is that long distance, and meters, what, what was that, that long meter run, what's it called? Four by eight hundred meter. I mean, let me tell you this. I, I I think I've said this before. Back whenever they were doing it, they were out there. We went to a track meet. It started at two o'clock. It ended at twelve o'clock at night. Two o'clock in the afternoon. It ended about twelve. That was the most boringest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. <clears throat> and there was this. Uh, there was about eight of them that started off one race, and I think it was a group of girls. And they were running all the way around that track. And this one done fell about 20 laps behind. I said, bless God, I told Kay, I said, if I was her, I'd turn off in that stadium and go to the house. But you know what she did? She finished her course. She kept on running. She kept on running. I said, good Lord, something that you want to run for. Just saying, you know, go over and ask the judge, take a lap off, please, you know, or, or something. But you sat there. Look, that race wasn't over with. She kept on running. She was by herself. I'm telling you, 20 laps out there. I said, now, good Lord. I said, that, that, that's determination. She was going to finish her course. I said, boy, I tell you what, if that had been me, huh, and I, I'd have seen that consent. I'd done lost. I'd done lost. I'd went over and got me some nachos. <laughs> nachos and a soda pop and, 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 and watched the rest of them run. That's what I'd have done. But I'll tell you this, she, she made her mind up. She was going to finish her course. That's what we need to do, make our mind up. We're going to finish our course, finish well, finish strong. I ain't tell you this, even though she was so far behind, whenever it come back to that last lap, whenever she started making that round, it seemed like she had a little, uh, her, her face started perking up. She started getting excited. She's fixing to finish her race. Let me tell you this, we're going to finish our race soon. You best learn how to praise God on the way. Learn how to praise God on the way. Our heart song title of the message, Second Samuel chapter uh, uh, 22. And we're going to start reading in verse number 25. And we'll read to the end, then we're going to come back to the beginning so you won't have to stand so long uh, 
If you there say amen, Second Samuel chapter 22. This is a song that, 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 that uh, David sang to the Lord when the victory was won. Verse number 25 says, Therefore the Lord hath recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his eyesight. Boy, I tell you this, we sure don't want God to reward us with, with our difficulties of sin in our life. God reward me to, for, for my righteousness, not, not for the troubles I cause. He says, with the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. You know the Bible, you know people say do unto others you'd have them do unto you. You know that applies to God too. If I show mercy, God will show me mercy. Boy, I tell you this, there's some good te biblical teaching here that we need to learn how to grab, grab a hold to and live by. Amen. Well, thou merciful, show thyself merciful, and with the upright man thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure thou wilt show thyself pure. With the forward thou wilt show thyself unsavory. And the afflicted people thou wilt save. But thine eyes are upon the haughty, that they mayest bring that thou mayest bring them down. Boy, God, I'm gonna tell you this. You ain't doing right in the sight of God, God's gonna take you down. He's gonna take you down. Bible says, you remember it in the New Testament where it says, For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Boy, I tell you this, if you live holy before God, you're going down. <clears throat> Thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop. By my God I have leaped over a wall. For as for God, his way is perfect, and the word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. For who is God? Save the Lord. <laughs> and who is a rock? Save our God. He's simply saying this. There's no God besides our Lord. Right. And the Lord God is our rock. Amen. And he's the only one. Amen. God is my strength and power. He maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet. He sitteth me upon high places. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broke by my arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation and thy gentle kindness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and destroyed them and turn not again until, until I had consumed them. And I have consumed them and wounded them that they could not arise. Yea, they are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me hast thou subdued under me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies that I may destroy them that hate me. They looked, but there was none to save. Boy, let me tell you this. When you and God get on the same side, that one that's on the, on the opposite side, eventually they're going to start looking around trying to find somebody to save them, and there ain't nobody. And then whenever they, it says right here, and it says, even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. Boy, I tell you this, the enemy, the enemy of God, your enemy, he, he may even turn to God and say, I need your help. God won't hear it. Let me tell you this, get on the right side. They turned to God, but he didn't hear them. Number 43. Then did I beat them as small as the dust of the earth. I did stamp them as the mire of the street and did spread them. people, thou hast kept me to the head of the heathen, a people which I 
who not shall serve me. Strangers shall submit themselves unto me. As soon as they hear, they shall be obedient unto me. Strangers shall fade away, and they shall be afraid out of their, uh, their close places. The Lord liveth and blesseth be my rock, and, exalt, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avengeth me and bringeth down the people under me and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Thou also hast lifted me up on high places, them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. He is the tower of salvation for his king and showeth mercy to his anointed, unto David and to his seed forevermore. Boy, I tell you this, the very first half of the chapter we didn't read. What we've read is about the conquering effect that first started with a cry of prayer. Let me tell you this. I've learned something. If you'll pray to God, if you'll seek God, he will answer you. It might not be at your time, but he has his perfect divine time. God bless. God bless. Thank you, God. Thank you for your, for your grace, your mercy, your long-suffering. For your guiding hand, for your protection, for the things which I don't even know to ask for, God gives me. And you too as his child. Amen. Brother Bullet, you pray. Nathan got home and he got home and he texted me and he said, I made it home, buddy. I said, I said, I sure love you and glad you made it home. He said, I love you too, and I sure have enjoyed it and can't wait till July. I don't know what's July, but it might be turkey season up there. <laughs> well, I tell you this, it was look, we have a good time. I it's a lot better to be able to go off with a, a bunch of uh, church members. You ain't got to worry about a bunch of crazy junk going on. You can have fun, enjoy yourself. And, and let, can I tell you this? Serving God, serving God around God's people, should I mean, it should be fun. It should be fun. See, if it's not fun, it's because you're not doing something that you want to do. And something that you want to do must not be what God wants you to do. 
And then you'll find where it's not that far. Because you're having to act out of your ordinary. Because I'm going to tell you this, if you ordinarily want to run around and do things that, the, that God's not in favor of, you ain't going to have fun doing it around the church people. You won't. The song of praise after victory. We read verses 25 through 51, but now that you see it, I'm going to start back in verse number 1. And it says this, And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of the enemy and out of the hand of Saul. Let me tell you this, Saul hated David. Saul hated David. He hated him with a passion. David feared Saul, but he loved him. Boy, I tell you this. But uh, you, you say, well, well, how, how, how is it that the Bible says David is a man after God's own heart? David had a loving heart. David had a loving heart. David had a, had a very caring heart. Let me tell you this. Anybody can mess up. Don't mean you, you ain't got a loving heart, caring heart. Oh, David, I mean, oh, Saul, he's trying to kill him. He's trying to kill him, sent the armies around there. David's hiding. Now the victory's done been won. God won the victory. And, but you let me tell you this. Oh, 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 David, he, he loved Saul. He loved him. And he was about to destroy him. The Bible says, love your enemies. Don't it? Don't the word of God say love your enemies? Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. When's the last time we done that? Oh, David, I believe when he was up in that cave hiding, I believe he was praying for old Saul. You know why? Because David had a, had a loving heart. I've said this before. You know, church people oftentimes you ever want to see the wrath of people, you cross a church. And that church will treat you like a like a like a dog. It will. Boy, I tell you that that ain't the heart of a godly church, I tell you that. A godly church is gonna love you when you persecute them. They're gonna pray for you when they when they do you wrong, they're still gonna pray for you. You know what that is? That's a Christian. That's Christ-like. See, the problem is today in the church houses, there's not many Christians. And David spake unto the Lord these words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Now, how is the Lord his rock? He is the rock because he is the sturdy place to stand. He is also, as a rock, he became become a place to hide behind. He takes all the blunt force. Let me tell you this. If, if you uh, withstand in the, the wiles of the devil and the devils are shooting you and hitting you constantly, you ain't using the, the, the armor and the tools the Lord give you. Right. You ain't ducked down behind the lamb, the Lord. You're, trying, you're out there trying to fight your own battles. Let me tell you this, you'll always lose when you try to fight your own battle. Always will. Let the Lord do it. Let the Lord handle it. See, that's what old David had seen here. He said, and he said, he is the rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. Thou savest me from violence. You know, we said something earlier about, about driving in a vehicle. He's talking about Nathan going home and everything. Oftentimes we're doing a little bit of traveling here and there. When's the last time you've, you've, you've just honestly thanked God for your safe travels? We'll pull up to the house, jump out, fuss and fight with the kids, 
bring the groceries in. I'm just speaking of every, however family does it. You come in from work, you go in, this and that, and you never simply praise or thank God for the goodness he's brought into your life. Well, we honestly think we're doing it on our own. That's what we've come to the mindset. Most of that's the reason we don't feel like we're being blessed to God because we feel like we're doing it on our own. When are we going to realize? When are we going to come to the understanding? And I'm speaking to myself too. To the complete understanding that God is sovereign. He is completely over control. He's in control of everything that exists. If you go this away or if you go that away, he knows and he can protect. I believe David got to these places in his life and it caused him to praise God. And until we get to the place that we should be before a holy God, we'll never praise him like we should. Listen here as he says, When the caves of death come past me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrow of hell come past me about the snares of death prevented me. Verse number 7. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God and he did hear my voice out of his temple and my cry did enter into his ears. When has he got to the place that your prayers is that real to you? That when you pray, when I pray, it enters into the ear of God. then he performs, then he does, that which we're not capable of. But let's go back to the very beginning. We see a song of praise in David's heart. What is our hearts crying out this day? What is our hearts crying out this day? What is your heart crying out, the song your heart cries out? Is it a song of sorrow? Is it a song of worry? Is it a song of problems? Is it a song of defeat? See, most all, uh, that, that's, that's all we do is go around complaining about something. Most every one of us, we've got some kind of sorrow. Let me tell you this, prayer request. Hey, let me tell you this, we're going to have prayer requests at church. We're going to have that. Because I'll tell you this, this is the place to pray. This is the place to pray. But this is also the place to praise. See, oftentimes we get hung up on, on the, 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 the part of God that we want from him. We want, we want, we want, but we don't want to give him nothing. See, prayer is our petition for him to do something for us. Our praise is something offered to him to glorify him for what he's given us. When's the last time you praised God? I'm talking about praise God. The uh, Bible says old David, he went to dancing in the streets. <laughs> he said, boy, you go to dancing. I'll tell you this. I'm about to the point now I've started realizing some things that I'd rather a dancing church member up here praising God than I would a dead one looking like some people around here. That's what I see. Uh, not everywhere. That's what I see. That's what you see oftentimes. I'm praising God. I love God. I just want to thank you for all the And then come to time for church bring, uh, preaching or something. I'm, I'm serious. Look at my face. That's what you see in the house of God. But yet we are praising God for, the, for the, all the things he's given us. 
Boy, I tell you this, I believe some of the our praise that we've professed, we perform, ain't nothing but a joke before God. We, so we have a song of sorrow. We have a song of worry. We've got a song of problems. We've got a song of defeat. We need to praise the one who's in control, and that's the Lord God. And we see as David, victory will come when we wait on the Lord. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew in strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Well, I tell you this, if I didn't do, I didn't see a deer up there. I didn't see, but can I tell you what I did see? Seen God. But can I tell you something else I think? I seen two eagles flying, chasing each other. Boy, that freedom, that joy. I asked one uh, uh, bullet, Nate, I said, y'all see them eagles? Nate said, I could hear them. Boy, I tell you what, mount up with wings as eagles, soar. And enjoy, hey, that's soaring higher than your problems. Hey, you start praising God, you might start soaring a little higher than your problems. You start praising God, you might start soaring a little higher than your worries. Your, your defeat, soar higher. Glory belongs to the perfect God. Men, oftentimes men, they start off well. That's the reason all glory belongs to God. Men, what they'll do, let's, let me share with you. Men begin in kindness, but they don't end that way. They promise, but they don't perform. But God will finish his work, and his word is tried. And it is what we can trust. God's word's been tried. That's the only thing we can trust. Praise God for his word. Praise God for all he has said. Let me tell you this. You know, let me tell you the reason we don't praise God for his word. Hold on. It's very, very simple. You know the reason we don't praise God for his word? Because we don't read it. If you start reading his word, you'll start praising him for it. You know the reason we don't praise God for answered prayer? Because we don't pray like we should. But all of us should be very, very willing and able to praise God for his long suffering. Because that's what we get. We don't do what he told us to do. His long-suffering is great. You can praise God for his grace. We need to learn to give God glory in deliverances and also in success. In deliverance and success, we all need to learn to give God the glory. I, I, I'm going to share something with you here in just a little bit that I wrote down that, that uh, I believe it encourage you. But see, oftentimes, we, 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 we're, we're, uh, it's just the flesh. It, it consumes us and draws us down and gets us in a place where we don't feel like we, God, I mean, we can even praise God. You ever get that away? I can't praise God. I'm sorry. I'm no good. Let me tell you this, it ain't nothing about you that's praising God. It's what he's done for you that you gives you give you ability to praise God. Bible says best you knew is the filthy rags anyway. But I'm telling you this, but what the, the goodness of God once has uh, uh, encumbered your life, let me tell you this, that gives you all right in the ability to praise your Father. Verse number 7, in my distress I called upon the Lord and cried to my God, and he did hear my voice. Boy, I tell you, 
I've said this numerous times, and I've thought about this myself. How many times have I prayed and God didn't even hear me? You ever pray and you don't feel like God's hearing you? Can I tell you this? Can I can I give you a little a little ahead uh, of advice? When you pray and you don't feel like God's hearing you, you write her down. He more than likely ain't because you've got something in your life that you ain't got removed, and that is is has caused a a blocking uh, uh, of the communication between you and God. Verse number seven, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. I called upon the Lord and cried to my God. When's the last time you cried? Let me simply, you know what, what has happened here? Have you ever got so brokenhearted you cried before God? You ever, you ever got that away? I'm talking about you've called on God, but then that brokenness sets in and then you cry to God. Can you imagine how it is for your child to be in danger? And you heard, <laughs> Brother Bullet, what would have happened? If you'd been all the way across one of them fields and you'd have heard Nathan over there screaming in misery, wouldn't nothing have stood in your way? Mamas and daddies, what stand in the way of, of, of your child's cry for you to come? What would stand in the way? If you heard your mama, Daddy, mama, I'm in pain. I need help. You'd tear everything out of your way to get to them if you loved your child. Can I tell you this? When you cry to God. Hey, let me tell you this. When you get serious and cry to God, he's a coming. Boy, I tell you, some of you don't know. I, I, I look at your face. I just don't even think you know what I'm talking about. Am I talking something different language this morning? Is this simple or is this something hard? God sometimes brings his people into great difficulties and dangers that he may have the honor of saving them. And that his people have the comfort of being saved. Let me tell you this, that's the reason sometimes in life you get so near to them difficulties. God leads people in the way that difficulties surround them. You know why? So God can sweep in there and save them. And they praise him. And as they are praising him, the people find comfort that their God saved them. Boy, you ever get a hold of that? His deliverance was an answer of prayer. The second half of this chapter is the victory which came from answered prayer. From a cry to God. His deliverance was answered to prayer. When God hears his child cry out in fright and sorrow and in praise, God hears his child's cry. In sorrow, in fright, and then in praise. Well, I tell you this. You know the reason most of us don't praise God? And I've said this numerous times. We are living in the very most selfish generation there's ever been. It's because we believe we deserve everything we have. And if we don't have what we want, we believe we deserve it too. 
That's the problem with this generation. That's the problem. That's the problem with us. That's the problem with churches today. They feel like they deserve more than what they have. And they can't praise God because they don't have what they want. What is it that you want this morning? What is it that you want that would cause you to praise God? What is it? What is it that you want that would cause you to praise God? Why is it that we don't have a, a song in our heart of praising God? We come in and out of the church numb with no praise on our lips. Why is it? Why is it that we cannot praise and honor God the way he's intended us to do? Because every one of us has this little sin we want to hang on to. You say, I don't have one. You're probably the worst. You're probably the one that's so covered up in your sin that you don't know that you are no more. We speak of the distractions that cause us no praise. There's, distract, there, 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 there's difficulties in our lives. Let me tell you this. Every one of us is going to go through problems. Every one of us is going to have ups and downs. When we're going to learn just depend upon God and just set our focus upon Him. <laughs> or should I simply say, what you so upset about? What you so upset about that you can't praise God? God says, I've given you everything. I've given you salvation. I've given you an abundant life. You have to receive it. What's bothering you? What's got your feathers all ruffled? What is it? Let me tell you this. You learn to serve God yourself and quit worrying about everybody else. tell you this, all I can do is pray for my kids. I can't make them serve God. You know either. Let me tell you this, the Holy Spirit has to do that. So let me tell you this, don't let that hold you up. Don't let that family member off in sin hold you up for praising God. Let me tell you this, you got a family member that's off in sin and this and that, living an ungodly, unnatural affections of this world. Hey, let me tell you this, you best start praising God he done kicked him or her into hell. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, we got something to thank God for. Victory's on the way. Don't give up yet. Don't throw in the towel. Fight to fight. Finish your course. Finish well. What our hearts singing out before the Lord. Has he saved you? Has he saved you? There should be a song of rejoice. If you're born again, you saved. You know, David said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Let me tell you this, until each and every one of us in this house gets the joy of our salvation back, you're fit for nothing. You are absolutely fit for nothing. You're not fit to uh, uh, sing. You're not fit to teach. You're not fit to, to pray until you
of your salvation back. What are you singing before the Lord? Has he delivered you? I thank God. I thank God he's delivered me. He's delivered me from some things. Says he, he took my feet out of the mud and he set my feet upon the rock. I was in that miry clay, that old miry clay. That You know what kind of clay that is? That's that old clay when you start walking in it and your boots is a little big. The more you keep on walking, the more you keep on taking off your feet. That boot comes off. Then that boot comes off. Then that old miry clay. Then the same. Uh, then your socks come off. It'll suck your socks off. Out four wheeler riding and stuff at night, getting some of that miry. You lose more boots if you'd clean them old mud holes out through there. Ain't no telling how many shoes you'd have. People trying to walk around in that old mud, that old miry clay. Let me tell you this. What he did was whenever he took me out of that miry clay, he took what the world had put on my feet and he left it in the mud. And he set my feet upon the rock. Let me tell you this, this was skin to the rock. <laughs> that that I had covered on my feet still down there in the mire. Thank God. Thank God. See, has he protected you? Should you praise God for his protection? Boy, I tell you this, we should have a song of praise for protection. Has he strengthened you? Has he ever strengthened you when you was down? Let me tell you this, he has. He say, hey, let me tell you this, when you start getting tired and down, boy, I tell you what, and you don't know what to, which direction to go, and you start to pray, and you say, God, I don't even know if you hear me, but God, I, I ask you to help me. God, I don't know if you can hear me. And he says, boy, you don't have to get so loud. I'm right here. But I tell you, it seems like he's so distant from you. And then, all of a sudden, he shows up. Has the Lord strengthened you? We should have a song of praise for the, for the strength he's given us. Boy, I tell you this, in a world today with all this junk going on, COVID and everything else, I tell you this, if you ain't got it, you'd be praising God. Praise God. I praise God. I've had it one time. I know people's had it two or three, seven, twelve times. I tell you this, I, I've done told some people, I, look, it's here. It's here. You're going to live with it or let it kill you one or two. You know what statistics is showing now? There's more people dying from suicide than there is from COVID because they worried and done let it get depression set in their mind and they're killing themselves. I tell you what, I'd rather take my chance with COVID. I'll tell you this, if I, this old boy ever shoots himself, y'all ride her down. Somebody was up to mischief because I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't do it. There's somebody else was behind the scene. It might have been my handwriting, but if you'll look at it at the note real carefully, you'll see some squiggly lines because I was nervous while I was writing it. But we should have a song of praise. If you're his child, call Cry to him. He hears, and soon he will deliver you. Boy, I tell you what, if there's anything we should take comfort in this morning, is to know that he hears your cries. Boy, I tell you this, I, 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 
I know I don't live it all the time. I don't act it all the time. But let me tell you this, there should be a praise on my lips. There should be a praise upon my heart. The, the Bible says David sang these praises unto the Lord. Now, closing. If I was to sneak and hide around in your closet, or you in mine, what song would you hear my heart sing to the Lord? Let me tell you the reason. Let me tell you the reason we ain't singing to the Lord and praising God because we're too busy listening to TikTok. Y'all hear who I'm talking to? Let me tell you this, my friend. You can't sing praises to God when you're listening to worldly devilishness. This is just a little extra. Ain't charging for this one. Hey, I'm tell you this. This is the truth. You can't listen to this world and praise God. You cannot do it. It is impossible. If there's one thing that I could ever get through people's thick skulls is that I know that I, whenever I listen to something, I become that. Let me tell you, I've listened to all that junk. I have. I grew up. I grew up. I don't want it no more. I don't want that worldly crap. That's all it is. And all it'll do is drag your mind down. Hey, let me tell you this. You go on Facebook, put your phone on mute so you won't hear what they got to say. Uh, but you'll mute it when mom and daddy calls. Ooh, boy. It's on mute when somebody's trying to call you. But when somebody's in there praying or something, they can hear you blaring down the hallway. You know who I'm talking to. You say, well, you're talking to your kids. Now, I'm talking to your kids and mine. Problem is, I ain't really talking to the kids now. It's mamas and daddies I'm talking to, setting the example before their kids. That's the reason you can't praise God. That's the reason you can't praise God is because there's so much hell pumped in these ears. And I'm going to tell you this, if hell's coming in your ears, hell's coming out your mouth. You write her down. Write her down. Hell's coming in your ears, it's coming out your mouth. Hell's going in your ear, uh, in your eyes, it's coming out your life. Let me tell you this, if we just learn how to start feeding ourselves with more spiritual stuff, we'd learn how to praise God better. And we wouldn't be sitting in church like this on a morning. He say, well, you ain't preaching no good this morning. Well, it's kind of hard to when I see this. Let me tell you, it's very, very dis disrupting. Go ahead and hit a little thumb. Some say, I tell you what, I don't like kids walking around during the church service. I, that bothers me. Let me show you your face. It bothers me. I'd rather that kid up here crawling on the, on the cross than see some of your faces. Say, how in the world can't you praise God? Praise God. You can't praise God. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you the reason most people can't praise God is because they don't know Him. When you start knowing what God is and who He is and what He's capable of, you'll praise Him. 
Just one day you going to. One day you going to. Hey, you might as well do it here, praise him for his goodness. Or let me tell you this, you're going to praise him and magnify him for who he is before you're cast into hell. Say, I wish I'd have listened. That stupid preacher. All he talked about is that junk we was stuff that I like. Let me tell you this. I used to be young and stupid. I'm 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 still stupid. I'm just a little older. But I ain't as stupid. I'm not as stupid as I used to be. Let me tell you this, old devil. He knows when to hit you when you're weak. He knows when to hit you when you're down. You let me tell you what he does? He simply watches your life. He watches your life and sees what you do. And he knows what is going on out there in this world and how it affects you. He knows it. He's not omniscient. He don't know all things. He just knows what happens through repetition. He's seen it drag a many of people down. You know, oftentimes I, I, I do speak about different things that, that, that you watch and you see, you see. And you say it don't affect me. Let me tell you something. Why ain't you no closer to God than what you are? Because of what you see and what you hear. Let me tell you, it's what we focus upon. I love y'all. I just believe we should be praising God for all that he's done for us, for the deliverance he's brought us through. You say, well, hey, let me tell you this. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I'd be a preacher. If it wasn't for the grace of God through deliverance, I wouldn't be a preaching. I'd still be living in sin. Ain't no tell where I'd be. But thanks be unto God, it all belongs to him. He did it all. Sometimes in life, when you get by that, 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 that turmoil and you start seeing hey, the flames of, of hell uh, 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 beaming up towards your leg, and you're scared and you're nervous where the devil's just about got you. God sweeps in and snatches you and puts you in a safe place. And why did he do that? Why did God do that? Why did God allow that? For simply us to be reminded that he is God. He said, Bullet, you know why you went through that situation you went through a little while back? I just wanted to hear you call my name out. I just wanted to hear my child call my name out. And I wanted to come there and rescue and be your hero. That's what God wants. He wants to swoop in and rescue you and then for you to praise him. I told Bullet up there. You remember a couple Sundays ago, he come here hobbling to church. All kind of stuff. Church, uh, we're praying for him. Praying God heal him. I tell you what, I just about couldn't stay up with him. He was running, doing cartwheels over a little old Dale. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you this, God is worthy of our praise. And we best learn how to start praising him. Bible says, you know, the, the, the scripture says, he said, you know, if, if, if people wouldn't have cried out. You remember when Jesus, when he, he uh, the disciples said, they're all praising you, shout. He said, if they was to be quiet, the rocks would cry out. <laughs> Boy, I tell you this, I wouldn't want no rock to take my shout. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, Father. My Lord God. The 
God of my salvation, my rock, my refuge, my high tire. <laughs> you know what that means, he's my high tire. Let me tell you this, while I'm down there trying to figure out which way to go, he's standing up there in control, and he sees it all. He sees which way the enemies are coming. He says, hey, Lance, don't go that away. Don't go that away. The enemy's set up camp. You can just go a little bit further around this other direction over to your left and you'll find safety. He's my high tire. He's my provider. He's my hope. Let me tell you this. He deserves our praise. Holy God and Heavenly Father, we love you. Pray, God, that you forgive us, help us, strengthen us, God. Do that this day that only you can do, Father. Bless God. Bless Lord Jesus. We're going to give you praise. We're going to give you glory and honor for you are so, so worthy. Come pray, come pray.